Travel the world and the seven seas Everybody's looking for something Some of them want to use you Some of them want to get used by you Some of them want to abuse you Some of them want to be abused Sweet dreams are made of this Who am I to disagree Travel the world and the seven seas Everybody Looking for something Some of them want to use you Some of them want to get used by you Some of them want to abuse you Some of them want to be crazy ride today. I'm going to get into a bunch of things. Uh, so if you're listening to this show, fasten your seatbelt and uh, prepare for everything under the sun to happen or come out. I'm not saying you're going to agree with anything. You might disagree with everything. But all I can do is put the truth out there to the best I can without stories, without other people's programmings, without government programming, without alien programming, without other drugs or anything else involved. So uh, this is the best you're ever going to get. I'm going to be doing a show on all the names of speakers and, and people that are out there, what they believe in, what they teach. And then you can make a decision. But that I, I won't be doing that today. Uh, I was just talking to TJ, and I just got the word on that. So here's the opening statement. Do you believe... Do you believe in God? Or do you have that word, do you believe in blind faith? I don't know. I mean, blind faith came out as a great group and everything. But do you understand what blind faith means? You don't have to be blind to have blind faith. You can be mentally blind. Or you can just be blind to truth. And it happens by programming. Not that a child doesn't know the truth. That's all they have. 
when they're born and everything they're given is a lie. So it slowly takes them away from the truth. So we're going to get into this aspect of God, uh, what it is, where, it, what to do, what to think, but more so how you deal with it, what you look for, how do you look, go out and try to find it. Uh, Alright, so, here's the thing. Uh, anybody moves to Hawaii, get in touch with me? Maybe we can set something up. Uh, Alright, there's many speakers talking about the end of the world. Uh, end times, D-Day. Alright, now, we, we have been facing that many times through the history of the human race. And we went through it many times. But what's D-Day right now, what I mean? Well, we're kind of already started in it. Whether it's going to be one grand slam, uh, like some people believe we're going to say, or is it going to be a slow process or a fast process? But how is it going to happen? What's going to happen? You know, people that are religious kind of believe that we can't be destroyed by water again, which is a lie. Most destruction, most deaths, happened because of water, right? Uh, I mean, earthquakes and, and shaking and all that goes on as well, but when the tsunami just hit like uh, two days ago, 500 people hurt, 400 people killed. You know, that was the number then. And they never give anybody the exact numbers. They are afraid to, no matter what country, including the United States. They uh, kind of make up a story about how many people died and they always want to make it look less than it is. I don't know what's that, what the reason behind it for is. Well, let's not scare them too much. Let's tell them the truth. Let them know how many people are starving, hurt, and dead. And what happens in between all that. Well, here, I'm going to go through numbers. My uh, little guy is trying to come into my room already and I just started. So, all right. Mr. Gizmo said hi to everybody out there. That's my dog. And he's just plopping down right here. He wants to hear it as well. Okay, we have all these religions talking about it as well. And they say, well, end times are here, and now you have to pray and put your faith in. That's where blind faith comes in. Thinking they're protected and those kind of words. Here's a certain here's here's something I consider I think to be funny. They believe they're the chosen ones. Well, and I, I you know, I disagree with everybody. I don't think there's too many people that even have the slightest inkling to agree with me. But the problem is they have nothing to back on back up what they say or believe. Well it said it on this piece of paper. Well, if I said jump off a bridge, does that make it true? Are you going to do it even? I doubt it. But if somebody else said it, does that make it true? Some people's minds, it does. Well, they said it. And who are they? Who is Moses? We're going to talk about a, a lot about Moses, and I like to. Not that I like who he was or what he was, but what he did. Now, here's something. If you went to church and you were a religious person... Uh, for the word 
every Sunday and you live to be 72 years old. Now you always go to church on Sundays. You went to church 3,640 times. Does that make you spiritual? Are you now spiritual because you went to church that many times? And if you got a few more times, does that make you more spiritual? It's amazing what people say and do and believe. Because I was in church for from little to, to I was probably 14, and that's when I decided I no longer needed to be or wanted to go to church, not to a Christian church anyway. When people go to church, you know, I, I, I talk to people a lot and try to feed, feel them out, what they think, what they know. I, I call it the paying to get into heaven. It would be like if you're putting pennies in your piggy bank. Keep sticking them in your bank and you'll have a full bank someday. That full bank meaning you have your time and now you can go to church, all right, and smile when the day, day, doomsday is coming and say, I'm going to heaven. No, it's not like that. It will never be like that. Man creates incredibly ridiculous ideas all the time. You can't pay your way to get into heaven. And if you believe that, good luck. Let's see what these billionaires do when they're standing at their uh, spirit guide, angel, whatever they're going to meet. They're sure not going to meet God. Nobody meets God because they die. And if I kill you, you're going to stand in front of God and God's going to say, Hey, man, what are you doing here? What, what's going on? No. So whatever they're going to meet will be giving them what they're going to be looking forward to for, for a long period of time. So, Jesus never taught things that mankind has said he taught. Jesus never talked about paying to get into heaven. He never, never talked about money as far as having it and needing it. And it was the, always the opposite of what he said. So, and to say all the things that they do say about Jesus, like why he was here and what he did. How many people have a clue? I do. Do you? All I'm going to say, I can tell you. Whether you listen or not is up to you. Jesus was one of the only beings, only being, to come down to this world to teach the truth. Well, that's a... Well, you can say what you want. But what I tell you all the time, take all your knowledge, take all your truth, put it together, put it in, in a document, write it down, draw it out, however you want to do it, and follow it to its end. Everything comes to an end, sooner or later. Put it until the day you die. What's going to happen? What's, what's going to happen during your life? What can you do? Uh, live life and die? Is that why you think God created us? To live life and die? Then if you don't believe in reincarnation, that's another serious problem. But no one listened to Jesus, which is sad. They're making up their stories about what they think he said, about what they think he meant, 
which is not even relation at any level to what he was speaking about. We talk about love in Christianity, or did, or they do. Love of what? Love of money? Love of ego? Love of lies? It's not even love of marriage, because very few marriages are staying together, or can. And I talk about that as much as I can. I mean, I don't want to go off to other topics, because the only thing that matters is what I'm talking about right now. I mean, you heard the story, live in the moment. This moment is probably one of the most important things in your life if you decide to listen to it and through this whole show today, which you probably won't. Negativity, the mind, ego, start twisting and turning when the truth starts pouring on top of them. I mean, it's just like the Wicked Witch of the North, East, West, West, whatever she was, and she started melting when they poured the water on her. Well, do you want to lose who you are? Are you afraid you're going to lose who you are? Most people are. That's why people say, well, I have my truth. Whatever it is, which is probably just uh, some kind of particles that they took from all their thoughts that they had in their brain and call that spiritual truth. Man was always doing that. He had faith. Well, Jesus was looking for people without faith. Why is that? Why would you think Jesus came to this world and asked for people who had no faith? Well, I want the Christians that are full-fledged Christians because he knew who they were and what they were. Egotistical programmed people. And he knew they wouldn't listen to him. Why? People run from the truth. Always. When he found his apostles, I'm, I'm going to go out of this. I don't want it to sound like a Bible story, which must seem to you. Uh, when Jesus found, because I was there. I was a female in that lifetime. I'm telling you about my incarnation there. If you believe anybody else that has visions and prophecies and all that, uh, I can only tell you what I experienced and what I know. For a fact, for me, for life, to death. Period. I'm going to put my life on it. I'm responsible to God for saying it. Nobody else so if you don't like what I'm saying, that's your choice. If you're listening, fine. You might tune into something more important. Or where I'm leading you to. So, his apostles, he had 12. I, I mean, it doesn't matter their names. But uh, the 12 of them had one name in it which people in Christianity despised and say he was he was bad and he went bad. Judas Iscariot. Well Judas hate to tell you people in Christianity. Judas was one of the closest apostles to Jesus next to Thomas. All those other ones were there. But they were able to understand Jesus, started learning what he was teaching, and then went out and did it. Well, they could until they died. Or killed. Either way. But not at that moment, obviously, because uh, it took time. Because it took Jesus to come back to say, Hello, everybody, I'm still here. For them to realize that it was the truth. So, without that awareness, Jesus' teachings would have never went anywhere. 
if he told him about everything and he died about life after death uh, and he died what would they think? oh well he's gone now what do we do and that's what they went through when Jesus came back it was those ones that were able to do what he taught learn how to meet with him not just him how to get into the inner worlds and things like that so at that point his disciples were ready now the only reason why I'm throwing that out is because Judas was the one that had to tell the army where he was and all that stuff to get him brought in to have him get killed but he did it because because Jesus told them to do it not because he just wanted to do it and he wanted to make money no it was never like that but mankind has to justify it because when they were crucifying Jesus everybody was out there condemning him wanted him to die so his disciples his followers lost faith once he was arrested he was a man to them now an abused man being beaten and they said well he's not God so let's free a murderer which they did talking about people that people now call spiritual people well after Jesus was killed these people went into the to, to caves and said oh they're going to be out to kill us now and they didn't care about the teachings where do we go what do we do Jesus had to come back to them and remind them what they had to do but the only way that would happen Mary Magdalene was there teaching him she's the one that kept them together she's the one that kept Peter there and made sure that he learned what he was supposed to which he wouldn't have if she didn't stay there to teach him and she had to be had abilities to be able to teach him so even that's all stripped out of the Bible so if you want to believe anything in the Bible uh, that's your choice but if you want to know the truth there's a lot more about every single thing that happened when Jesus was alive than what was, that was written in the Bible who he really was what he really was what he was really teaching the concept of love is ridiculous but we'll get into that uh, now here's something that since we're talking about God I'm not saying Jesus was God he never said it either and I wouldn't say it ever but I'm talking about God God doesn't really talk to people like in the story of Adam and Eve because we believe that read it read it ten times over it's only two pages in the Bible read it over and over you're gonna see God has to lie to Adam why why would God have to lie to Adam? And, and the way God talks doesn't talk like any spiritual being. It talks like a fool. Well, you eat of that tree, so you might as well eat of this tree. That's the ignorant. God's not a fool. God doesn't make mistakes. People do only. And God doesn't lie to people. It doesn't have to. So if you take those facts and look at them and read them, it might sink into your head about Adam and Eve. I mean, the Pope came out and said it's a fake story now. He's, he's doing, he's saying Ten Commandments are, are not right. He wants to rewrite two of them. Uh, he's going on and on. But he's got his problems now with sex problems going on with that. 
So people get what they deserve sooner or later, and sometimes it's not even in this lifetime. So, do you think Jesus was stupid picking his apostles? Really? When he picked Judas, he picked him for a reason. He had multiple abilities, and he knew what people thought, felt, and, and everything else. He knew the events that were going to happen. I mean, I'm not saying he was happy that he was going to be beat up for that long of a period of time, but... Uh, you know, spiritual people have to suffer the most. It's through that suffering you're able to let go of it. Without suffering, most people love this reality, love life. Jesus talked about giving yourself over to spirit and letting your body be killed and all those things for God. And you'll have eternal life. And he talked about things. He talked about his father's mansions in the higher planes and dimensions wasn't about sticking around on planet Earth dealing with the idiots and crazy people, drug addicts, killers, murderers, rapists, and, and, and going along with it? Jesus said, if the law is wrong, change it. But if it's the law that's right and you believe it's right, you have to live by it. I didn't make that up. Even that's in the Bible if you want to know it or not. But uh, Jesus said something that was never put in the Bible. And I'm telling you straight out, whether you believe this or not, Jesus said, the most spiritual path will have the least followers. Remember, they didn't know what the word spiritual was for real, that word. Or the concept of religion was just the program that they lived within. But uh, I'm just saying that you can believe it or not. But if you're dead set against religion... You might not believe anything. If you're so programmed in a religion, you might not believe anything. Well, when I talk about Thomas, Thomas being the closest one to Jesus, is because Jesus and him had a conversation all the time. A conversation means you have a master and you want to learn. You ask him questions. You ask what you don't know. None of Jesus's disciples had any awareness to anything. So they could have been asking questions. No, Thomas did. Well, what do you really mean by that? What happens when that? And all those things. He wasn't like dumb. He wasn't ignorant or any of those kind of words. He wasn't the doubter. No, he didn't doubt Jesus. He wanted to know the truth. Big difference between doubt and knowing this. Two different words. And the Bible used doubting because of the ignorance of the people around it that wrote the story. So, I'm not trying to make you become a religious person or a spiritual person. You are a person. You are who you are. You're a soul. It doesn't have a religion. doesn't have faith. It has a program that it usually runs on. But... When we talk about God, did Jesus know God? What do you think? Oh, he had to. He had to. Because he, Christianity says he was God. He sent his son. How does that mean I sent myself down there? It's, it's twisted ideas, twisted belief over and over, and it's finally accepted. 
If I'm going to send me down to earth, I'm not going to say I'm my son. I'll be me. And I just come down. He wouldn't reincarnate or incarnate or be coming into this world in a body. Why? That's man's idea. Jesus had to bring the teachings how to get closer to God. Not how God gets closer to us. That doesn't happen. Oh, this guy's feeding a lot of animals. He's helping a lot of people. God's going to come down and say hi. No. Do you think in its great mission of reality of the multi-universes and galaxies and, and dimensions and realms, it's got time to come down and play with an ant farm? And that's what people are to me, the way I call it, describe it. Do you believe that? Do you truly believe that? You can go out and put all these religious speakers that are on Sundays on now and listen to them. They mention God, but they don't say anything about what God really is. He's not. He is not a he. It is not this great, loving, protecting being. How do I know? Look at life. Look at the real world. Look at reality. It, see, when I always say you don't believe me, look at look outside your window. Look at what people do and are. In this reality, this world, people, what are they doing? That would even make that even closely true. Do these people believe their truth? Their program truth? Yes, they do. Jesus knew everything. He knew what the disciples were thinking and going to do, and he told them. And they all denied him and said no and no and no, and they all did exactly what he said to them. Yes, he was psychic. Yes, he had 32 different abilities, which is ascension into the higher realms, and you get that ability. But here on planet Earth, most people don't get anything pertaining to the psychic abilities, and what they do get is such a little trivial aspect of it. And I'll debate any healer on this planet about their truth and what they think they do. You can brainwash anybody about anything. And that's called, uh, I studied hypnosis for many years. I studied with Kruskin, I'm a stage magician, and I studied with an army hypnotist. So yeah, I learned the ins and outs. But you can program anybody to accept anything as a truth that you want them to believe in which is happening very scarily in the UFO world. If I have time, I'll get back to that, but I don't know if we will. So, I, I want to get a little further down the road back to God. We want to believe what God is. Well, look outside the window. If God was a loving being, let's shrink it first to, to the physical. We're going to say your mother and father... Mm, I hate to say your father that's spread. Well, say your mother's God. Because right? people are actually saying God was a female. God wasn't male or female. It didn't have a genitalia. Uh, but that's that's the perverted, twisted ideas of programming. So your, your mother's God. And she has you sitting by the chair or something. What is she teaching you? What is she giving you? What kind of food does she feed you? Oh, you better brush your teeth. What is she doing as God? Taking care of you. Alright? Does she protect you? She protects you from what? 
a little child goes to school, gets abused. Little child stays home and she's not there. He gets raped or she gets raped. What kind of protection is that? What kind of mother or father, depending how you want to look at this, I'm just making a scenario, is really protecting your children? And from what? Drinking? Smoking? The friends that they're going to hang with? Sexual abuse that they're going to start creating and doing? Most men are sexually abusive and did abuse some people here and there along the way. And they don't call it that. They call it, well, uh, that was just teenage drinking. Drinking because I'm a teenager and I'm an asshole? Really? You know, I could get loud and rowdy, which Christian preachers and, and, and ministers do. And sometimes it makes a point sinking to your brain. If you're listening. But you can stay in La La Land and, and drift off into dream world and say everything's beautiful. Everything's beautiful in its own way. Yeah, really? A rape is beautiful no matter how you look at it? A child abuser? I mean, a person that bullies kids in school is beautiful? Turn them upside down, hang them from a rope, and put them over a bridge over the over uh, a giant waterfall or something. And then let it cut him free. As he's falling, is he beautiful? Even what you're doing to him? Uh, pain and suffering uh, is what we get at a spiritual level. To become spiritual. And what I said before, we, we go through the pain and suffering to move forward. Without that, we live in, in the void of ignorance. The bliss state, when you go into meditation and you go into the oneness energy and you, you feel nothing, you see nothing, or you ride the light wave or the sound, light and sound together. Where are you? What are you? Just a vibration. If you want to be just a vibration, be just a vibration. If you're happy and you, well, it, it, it's great to be in that energy. It's great to walk into light and sound. But imagine staying there for trillions of years. I guess if you were a, a sexual person and said I was having sex for like 10 days straight. I mean, who was it? Sting that said he had sex for like 48 hours straight. Really? Uh, so we can go on about the, that, the feelings, the emotions, the ideas that come out of that. Sorry, I just got to check my room. I didn't check it for a second, but it's okay. So... Do we want to move forward in this? The pain's going to be there. Because when Jesus said to his disciples, leave your families, your children, let go of everything and come with me. Doesn't that sound like one of these uh, voodoo pads, demon pads, or whatever you want to call them, where they brainwash people and bring them with them and program them? I mean, the, the average person would relate to it that way. Well, uh, well, think why he would say that. People tear apart the Bible in, in their own way, saying, it's good, I know every word. You know every word that some idiot wrote. Wow, isn't that amazing? Do you know what Jesus meant? Do you know what Jesus taught? You can listen to Moses, what he was teaching and trying to preach and, and did and everything else. Moses was a killer, going against his own Ten Commandments. Then, out of ego, 
is one of the most egotistical persons. I mean, he wrote a third of the Bible. He wrote the third of the, the beginning of the Bible. Who do you think wrote? And then there was earth, then there was life, and then all those things. Who do you think wrote that? Who do you think wrote the story of Adam and Eve? Where do you think all of it came from? Moses. Who do you think Moses' real father was? I mean, we go into the story of Inky and all those stupid stories. Uh, we'll get pulled into La La Land again, much further away from the truth of what Jesus taught about God. Nobody, no alien race has a clue about a real God. Remember, going as far back as, in time as you can go, deities control this world. Then the giants started controlling the world. So between the two, where do you think you got any truth? Ego and power was the controlling factor. I work with deities. I don't know how many people can really say that. And I mean in a real way. I didn't put a picture up or a statue and pray to it. I met with it and worked and studied with it. And it worked for me for a period of time. So yeah, you want to go into that? Very few people. I challenge anybody to debate me on that. And I'm open. I was taught by a person. He was a Vajra master in his own right. I won't say good. I won't say bad. I'll say a little or a lot of both. But he was the most powerful person I've ever met on this planet. I'm not just saying that. He did things in front of me. Not pulled gold rings out of out of the air that were made by a store. He pulled a black rose out of the air. He pulled a ship over the house. He did. I saw him walk into a crowd of 125 people, and they went running like ants. And about 20 or 30 of them, 20 or 30 of them were laid out on the ground. So yeah, I saw things beyond people saying, "Oh, I'm this or I'm that." No, he was a Vajra master. And he proved it to me a thousand times. But he wanted me to do certain things, which I wasn't willing to do. And I went through serious problems in my life because of that. But uh, I'm trying to say is being able to take a step forward is the only way you're going to grow. You can't stay where you are. You can't stay in a stagnant space or you become stagnant. Uh, Al Pacino, when he played the devil, and I don't know if you remember the one scene where he's, he's screaming about God. He goes, I'm going to make the cinch into a big ball, so big, and make it affect everybody to rise up and grab him to make him do something. And it's an incredible, it's a moving idea because we're in that right now. Mankind is doing every possible sick thing they can. Are they really trying to get God to destroy them all? I guess they are. Because it's happening. The earthquake and, and tsunami that happened two days ago just wiped out 400 people. put 500 people in the hospital. And that was the numbers then. And who knows what they are now? Because every day they were still having five and six point oil earthquakes. We just had one not too long ago did the same amount of damage. I mean, are people looking at the weather? The United States is being flooded out. How many people are suffering, losing their homes? Do you think somebody's going to go bankrupt sometime soon? Money is, uh, if you believe in money, uh, in a bank and it's there. 
And if you keep taking it out, sooner or later it runs empty. If you're not putting it back. Oh, Trump says, oh, they got more money for the army. Uh, let's have an army while everybody uses their houses, homes, and their food. And then what are we going to have? Martial law. So just look at the facts. I don't have to tell you who's creating it. Lucifer's bad and everything else. And I, Sergeant Lateen and I, we talk hand, back and forth a lot. And I'll be working with him on his show. Uh, and you'll see. We are, have different viewpoints. He's going through incredible experiences in his own right, same as I am. So we, we look at the similar things that very few people can look at, like Lucifer, what he really looks like. How big do you think Lucifer is? What do you think he looks like, really? I mean, we got thousands of pictures out there to brainwash and programs to what he looks like. Now, compare that to Michael. What do you think Michael looks like? They always make Michael... It's not St. Michael, you fools. He was an angel. Angels aren't saints. He was the highest angel. Don't get ridiculous. Well, you are, and, and do. It's crazy. St. Michael. I talked to St. Michael. You talked to? Really? One of the most powerful angels. Again, he could not destroy Lucifer. All right, get that straight. Because they both are angels. They were both thrown out of a higher place to a lower place. Descending. Not ascending, descending. So, Lucifer is not going to be destroyed. I don't care who around here believes it or not. Jesus, and this is for all the people, including people I know, is not coming back. There's no reason to. If the world was being uplifted and moving forward spiritually, sure, he might come back. But we're, the human race is more ignorant than they have ever been at a spiritual level because they're not spiritual. So, what's that mean? Who are we going to look for? Who are we going to wait for? An alien now. Let's just wait for the good aliens to come save us. Mankind lost the ability to go through the pain to work through the suffering to move forward even the union when the union got created men gave their lives and fought tooth and nail to win and create a union alright the native people fought for their truth and lost but uh, you know this is my motto it's better to go down in my truth than yours. Do I want to die believing in your lies or what I know is truth for myself? And you should say that to yourself. But you have to have a truth to, to be based on it that's going to help you when you do die. What are you fighting for? When people picked out of the, by the government say go to Vietnam and kill some people, younger kids, why? I stand by the people that went up to Canada. Oh, they're wimps. They're chickens. They didn't protect the United States. Well, you know, things die when they're no longer needed. Mankind's going to kill themselves out sooner or later, one way or another. Are you listening, people? Or are you just so brain dead, you think everything's good and going to be all right, and roses are going to be put around your house, it's going to smell so nice, 
and, and uh, God's going to put some gold bricks in your room so you have some money too. Do you believe in fairy tales? Of course you do. When you be listening to me over all those speakers out there telling you, you got everything, you know everything. Well, when I go into all these speakers directly, one at, one at a time, and I tell you, and I explain what they're telling you, I, I, I hate to say it, my partner agrees with one of them. And I said, okay, you're a Buddhist, I'm not. So, you can believe teachings, you can believe stories. What has been your experience? Did you have any? If not, you're brain dead. If you don't know what God is, don't know what heaven is, don't know what soul is, you're not programmed. I mean, you're not aware. You're programmed to be ignorant. Sorry, people. This is the real world. You can live in fantasy world, dream world, the matrix, whatever you want. But you're here. And if I put a bullet in your brain, you're dead. Well, it's a big bullet. I was in a hospital with somebody that just got shot in the head and the bullet went right to her brain. And she was fine. It was a 20-22 bullet, but uh, she lived through it. So people say things and do things and, and, and go out of their way, but are they looking for truth? Are people giving you truth? I, I'm, you know me, I'm so bad with names, but that, that preacher that was talking that wouldn't let people into his church when they had the storm hit and people were out, out on the streets and everything. And then he was going to quit being a preacher. And he's still out there. His church makes $10 million a year. He makes $10 million a year on his books alone. But he talks about money. We have to have money. Well, you have to have money to live in the physical world. Jesus didn't teach about how to live in the physical world. He taught how to leave it. All right. The truth. The real truth. Not, not somebody else's. Not book story. The truth of Jesus was teaching what he taught. Now, religions, when I was in for a long period of time, put Jesus down to nothing. Say all their masters taught the truth. And they, they named anybody that had a, a, some kind of higher power, great writer, whatever. Anybody. Or they were an ek master. All right. And I'm sorry to do it this way, but... I'm a, I deal with truth only, not lies, stories. And they claim all these masses since the beginning of time. Well, listen to their story. It wasn't about love. Sure, anybody that spoke love was an ek mass. Anybody that talked this was this. No. Love has nothing to do with God directly. If you love God, it's something totally different. Loving people, loving animals has nothing to do with that. You can love everything on this planet, but you're going to die and leave everything here. So no matter what protection, what you do, and what you think you can do for these people, it is going to disappear. All right? So we need to uh, start moving forward here. I'm moving along, which I, I try to do all the time. Don't get too far on what I want to talk about. So... Back to Moses for a second. When Moses created 613 laws after he was given the Ten Commandments. The ridiculous laws. Totally ridiculous. The Jewish people have to believe in them and supposedly follow them, which they don't. And I'll tell you this on a stack of Bibles, if you want to believe that way, 
where I, I talk about myself and what I say in front of God. The average person that I saw, and I lived in Jersey City, Union City, West New York, all those towns where Hasidic Jewish people lived greatly and they were moving into the United States greatly, built their printing companies there and all kinds of things. You couldn't go in one bookstore without seeing a Hasidic Jewish man going through a sex magazine. Always! And if that was brought out, they'd be like uh, excommunicated or whatever the words would be. But uh, And what they do to women, which I'm not going to go to, it's too disgusting to put out there mainstream because people don't know it. Uh, and a lot of people deny it, but the facts are, and I'll say it without the details, for a Jewish man to marry a woman, a Jewish woman, the priest, I'm sorry, wrong word, the rabbi, has to make sure she's a virgin. Has to make sure. Now, don't believe me on that. It's true. Well, they don't do it no one. Yes, they do. And it's perverted, twisted, for a man to allow another man to touch his future wife has to be completely moralist without morals. But that's only one religion. I mean, we can go into them and attack them straight out. Uh, sure, they hate me because I'm telling the truth. Do I, tell, do I tell you anything else other than the truth? So help me, God only? No. The Muslims... We went over that, how they believe they're going to be in heaven and having sex seven days straight with a heart on. And what? With these sexy, big women? Really? Why have a life down here? Why not just let's strap a bomb on my back and blown up and I'll be with all these women? Uh, respect and love? Do they have the slightest clue to what it means in the physical level even? I doubt it. Do these poor women have a concept of what love is? Because... Their husband's desiring to go to heaven. I'm going to heaven not because I desire it, because I know where I'm going. And it is a thousand times better than here. But it has nothing to do with sex or women. Because even that will be taken away in time as you spiritually grow. And tell that to the average man. Well, why would, why would I want to go there then? Because you don't. You're not ready to, and you won't. You need sex, you need love, you need hanging out, you need partying, you need cheap thrills. You need all those things that make you feel happy. Happy, happy, happy? Really? The nervous system, the blood supply, pumping through your body, adrenaline, all those things make a man happy. And a woman. Sure, on planet Earth it does. But if you ever step outside of the body, and it's like... Like Halloween, you're wearing your costume, you go trick-treating all day, come home and take your costume off. Now you sit down and eat the candy and have fun. Uh, or go to a party, whatever. When you take take the coverings off, what are you? Do you have a clue? If you died right this very second, what are you? Where are you going to go? What are you going to do? Meet Jesus? Do you really believe that? Meet your mother? And she's going to say, oh, well, I'm going to put you here now. Do you think she's an angel because she died? Or your father? Your child? You think these people become super powerful because they die? You become super powerful when you're super powerful here, aware. Because the greatest gift is to let go of the physical body. And mankind makes it just the opposite. 
It's the greatest thing to have a body. Well, you know, Jesus said it's not what you put in your body, it's what comes out. Man throws up, sneezes, coughs, pees, poops, and all those kind of things. And all, every single thing about that always made me feel disgusting all my life. And I'm serious about that. I think going to the bathroom is the most disgusting thing on the planet. And everybody does it. Every animal does it. So we're not different than animals because of that either, are we? So when you let go of the body, you're let going of that little box system that runs itself with the blood pumping through it and the brain telling it what to do and a computerized mind that creates the programs that it thinks it's running on. If you think that's the important thing, that's the illusion. And mankind has accepted it, sadly, very sadly. Uh, so, can we move forward from there? Well, now, Muhammad didn't work with God. He worked with an angel. The angel he said he worked with is Gabriel. Now, here's something that I'll tell you that you need to do if you think you're working with angels. Ask the angel to prove who he is. Because they say they're Gabriel? Michael? Even if a being said they're Jehovah. Do you believe it? Why? Well, because I'm standing in front of him. And... Any entity, and this is for everybody to listen to because it's the most truest thing you're going to hear, whether you believe in it or not, someday it will ring true when you face it. Anything can say they're anything and appear any way you want it to. I hope you heard that. You meet with an angel, and they're standing there, blonde hair, blue eyes, white robe, six foot two, whatever. Super good looking and all that. And he says he's Jesus. Do you believe him? If you do, you're so twisted. Jesus wasn't white skinned, didn't have blue eyes. Please. Jesus' eyes were like crystals, yes. But they weren't blue. His skin was dark. His hair wasn't as long as they always portray it to be either. But, Believe that illusion that you already created. So because he's standing there, that's who he is. In the UFO world, with all these people coming out now, one right after another, I work with this being, I work with this race, I work with them. Well, the Anunnaki this, the Anunnaki that. Zachariah Sitchin will be paying a lot of karma because what he did to the people in a certain level and he's responsible for them to believe certain things because he put it out there for them to believe it. We're responsible. I am 100% responsible for everything I say and do to you and tell you. So if you think I'm lying, I'm responsible for that to God. Not to you, but to God itself. Who do you think I get more problems from, you or God, if I'm lying? So... When we, when we put these lies into our programming, accept it. We're screwing ourselves. Greatly. Because we listen to hearsay. 
The Bible was written by men. How many people... I was with Jesus for 30 days. Almost all the time. Except when I went to sleep. I was a female. Mary Magdalene was with him all the time. She was pregnant. Uh, yeah, pregnant. Had a child. Had a female child. But Jesus didn't get to see the child in a physical body. Because he was crucified. She gave birth right after. But uh, in the interim... When we talk about Muhammad, and he worked with Gabriel, talking about these great angels. <clears throat> when you stand before an angel, what makes you believe they're an angel? If they put their wings out, like in the movie Lucifer? Or their halo, 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 glows super big around their forehead? <clears throat> well, the light coming from them usually is the greatest giveaway of who and what they are. If you don't see that, you should be already stepping backwards. Every angel, true angel, radiates incredible light. And if you can't see it, you've got a lot of programming and learning to break and do. I'm telling you the truth about that too. Now, on this planet, there's very few souls that have the light around them like that. Truly, I only saw two in this lifetime so far. And it wasn't the masters of the paths and things like that. And the first one I ever saw was a little old lady. She was really small. And she was going to give us a lecture. But when she walked into the room, I turned around because the light was just pouring over thousands of people. And I saw this beautiful whitish-blue light coming down over everybody. I don't think anybody else saw it. Because they were too ignorant, too unaware, and not ready. But as she got closer to me, I couldn't take my eyes off her. And when she stood next to me, she looked me straight in the eyes and said, I love you. And then she walked onto the stage. So... And this is a fact, whether you believe it or not. Any soul, any soul that touched God at any level can see it in another person that did. Fact. You can believe that or not. If you ever get the experience, you'll know the truth. I'm talking about God itself, not fairyland, dream world, spiritual creature living in there, or demon, entity, or anything. Oh, God itself. I I didn't finish the letter that I'm writing to my friend, but uh, it goes into that aspect because I describe God, I talk about God a lot. What it is and what it isn't. And the easiest way to do that, I will tell you this. And think about it. And write it down because I make people write it down and go over and everything. Everything you think God is, it's, is the opposite of what he really is. Everything. Oh, that's the most ridiculous, stupidest, craziest things. Really? I challenge you. Send me a letter with all the things you think God is. And you can't say everything. Because God is part of everything, but it isn't everything as well. Is it the rapist? No. It's a cell that came out of it. 
So think about that. Think about what God really is, what you really think it is. You can't say Jesus, because Jesus wasn't God. Jesus never said he was. And the one line in the Bible was twisted, because he didn't say it that way. So, uh, again, go through the Bible. You're not going to find Jesus saying, I am God, I am God, I am God. No, he isn't. He doesn't. Not like all these other people that say, I'm this, I'm that, or whatever. doesn't claim to be. He always said, my father. Not meaning a male figure. He's dealing with farmers, fishermen, people, laymen, that have no awareness. They didn't understand spiritual beings or things like that. They didn't understand aliens as well. Meaning Egyptians were a lot closer to aliens, but they called them gods. So, I hope you're listening. And I'm telling you to send this email again to every single person you know. Whether anybody reads it or not is up to them. I'm just asking you to do it as a friend. Because I feel they need to hear the truth. Because somewhere inside them, the truth will always ring true. Or it will come out sooner or later. But it needs to be awakened. I was gifted. It happened to me when I was little. I was already going through pain, suffering, abuse. So, uh, and I was teeny and aliens and you name it. But then the deity came to me. So yeah, is everybody that lucky? No. Maybe it happens for everybody. They just don't realize it or are able to understand it or experience it in a physical aspect. Just so you know, Hawaii, where I live, I think we have more roosters and chickens wild in any other part of the whole island where I live because every block is two or three chickens with like six to twelve chicks two or three roosters running around back and forth this way and that way everywhere I'm sure you can hear it and that's the only reason why I'm saying it I can't shut them up they're just everywhere and at night they all jump in my tree and hang out in the tree uh, and they start crowing in air as well at three o'clock in the morning they're not time-censored. I, mean, I always believe they woke the farmers up to make them go farming. No, they wake them up all night long. <laughs> so, getting back to this. Alright. Uh, please, you got a question. Call in. I gave you the number. 347-945-7207. 347-945-7207. My email address... Hawksblood1, H-A-W-K-S-B-L-O-O-D, 1, at AOL.com. Please, you have a question, call me, email, text me, whatever you got to do, but do it. Because any question you don't answer stays that way. I mean, it doesn't get answered, we'll stay there, and it'll never get answered. And I'm not sure many people will answer your question if you ask them. In any really important way. Because every question you have is important. Or it wouldn't even be there. When soul and mind start fighting, soul has to question everything the mind thinks it knows. Because everything the mind thinks it knows is a lie. Or at least at some level. I think any scientist knows any more about God, or even anything close to what I know about God. Angels, demons, dimensions... Oh, they know that if you mix two salt and pepper, you get a spice that tastes good. If you add this or you put these two together, they explode. 
put red phosphorus in water, it explodes. Uh, I mean, I did things like that. That's besides the point. I made gunpowder when I was little. We used to make bottle rockets and all kinds of stuff. And you know what you put in there? Saltpeter. Saltpeter is what they gave men in the army to keep them sterile so that they couldn't have sex, which they used to do. I mean, think about what went down in society. I mean, putting Coke, Coke the drug in Coca-Cola. And I just found out other country has it in it yet still. And they put it in there. But you need the secret ingredient to make it active, which I'm not going to say over the internet. But, uh, again, if you use Coca-Cola around here, it doesn't happen anymore, so it wouldn't react no matter what. Anyway, so, are you ready to take another step, move a little bit forward? Uh, Just one last thing on on Mr. Uh, Muhammad. These 36 laws Gabriel gave to him. Now, the first time he met Gabriel, he didn't know who it was. Second time, he knew who it was. What, did he talk to his friends? Oh, I met this angel. Oh, that's Gabriel. How do you know? What did he say? Uh, how do you find out? How do you ask questions? Who do you ask questions to? You go to your priest and your pope. Like, they know? They know the angels? Really? They're one and one, 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 one with them? Really? No, they're not. They have no clue as well. You think the pope... Has any communication with Jesus ever at any level? Most paths, including the path that I studied for a long time, where they put Jesus down. Do you think they have a clue to who Jesus really is? No, but their master is super high. Why? Because he says so. He stole the, re- not him, but the founder of one path, came from India who already had their path pretty well in stone, named certain masters that they had. They didn't claim everybody. They didn't claim people back in the beginning of, of Earth and all that as masters and things like that. But they claimed certain masters. I mean, names like Shamasi Tabriz, pull them up, read about them. Uh, but there's fake names. And I'll say it right now. I was thrown out of Ekankar because of who my father was in a past life. Does that sound crazy or what? Well, I don't want to go into that. That's a whole story. We'll get into it if you want to talk about a story of my life, but it's in my book. When Truth is Called Crazy. All right. So, let's try to move forward. Getting back to this Gabriel thing. When Muhammad says, oh, now I'm dealing with Gabriel. Well, I'm Gabriel. Why do you believe he's Gabriel? Because he said so. I'm going to do a show. I keep saying I'm going to do it. I wrote it out on the 36th. I don't know what they were called. I call them laws, but Gabriel gave him these 36 phrases. If you read them, you will notice every third one contradicts the one before. I mean, one will say, do not talk. And the other one will say, talk to everybody. One will say, talk to everybody. And he said, well, don't talk to anybody. I mean, it goes back and forth. So, contradicting what they're saying in the one before it or two before it, which is no angels saying that. Angels are pretty much more aware than everybody on this planet is, or they wouldn't be an angel. The same as like deities are a lot more aware than angels are, because they're little gods now. The angels do what they're told. Get, deities do what they want with what they're given. It's like you give your teacher the right to do what he needs to do with his class. 
So deities do what they want with the people that follow them. So uh, angels are bringers, and, and, and they bring messages and things like that, or they'll help you cross over. But they're not, like I said, everybody has spirit guides, and they're the ones that stay with you and try to stop you from making these stupid moves and doing these stupid things. But they're there if you listen to them, which nobody does. And then, they, then the people that say they do, what do you get from them? They're not going to say, go out and buy a piece of popcorn, get a popcorn bag, and uh, throw it out the window on people. I mean, they're not going to say something stupid. So when an angel came to Noah, what did he tell him? What was he told, I should say? When Lot was met with by an angel, what did the angel say to Lot? What did he warn him about and tell him? Uh, he listened, but his wife didn't. So all these little things, how real they are, I wasn't in every part of the Bible. I was only there when Jesus was alive. Uh, I listened to what Jesus said about Moses, and it's not true what they wrote Jesus said about Moses in the Bible either. Jesus didn't say, here, come, cut your hands off if it's going to be bad for you, poke your eyes out if you, and all those things. No, he never said that, ever. He didn't confirm what Moses said. Not in that way, and it says in the Bible. Well, Jesus said that, why not do what Moses said? Because if you want to get into heaven, you got to remove. You don't remove body parts to get into heaven. Everybody should just jump into a fire and then go to heaven then. It's ridiculous. So ridiculous. Mankind accepts it. Just like our sick, perverted, twisted government ideas when they come out with about anything. If a UFO crashes or an alien comes walking out of a room, anything. What they're going to say? Oh! The latest on the one that's type Russia rushes in in fear of United States starts war with uh, astral entities. Uh, uh, alien entities, sorry. All right. Now you pull up that and watch the pictures and people said they saw the ship go into the ocean. They saw darkness for three days. And, and you know what the government put out there? A chemical company blew up releasing this gas and it affected much of the town. <laughs> Believe it or not. A person I know, John Ford, was in New York on Long Island. Sorry. And he was working for MUFON, the UFO organization. And he had a piece of uranium, maybe the size of a, a button. And he checked his Geiger account and he went out with his cameras and stuff to a location where he just had something happen. A ship crashed on Long Island. It really did. I saw the video and I went out where it crashed. And the evidence was still there. So he shot this video. And then what did they do to him? Well, he said what I'm going to do, which was stupid again. I'm going to take my movies and send them around the world to people and tell them to keep it locked up. And if I get killed, to release it. Made four copies. I saw the copy before he sent them out. So these people around the world have a copy of this movie. And they can't release it until he dies. The government comes in and says, hey, you've got a movie we can't let you show. Not that he was going to. And... They arrested him. And what they said, 
He had uranium, and he was going to put it in the toothpaste of people in politics and government and kill them. The most ignorant idea, scenario, uh, an impossibility. Uh, And he's still in the nuthouse right now. They won't let him go to trial. They're saying he's too insane. Uh, And every year, he was supposed to go to trial two months ago. And he turned around and said the government wants to reevaluate him. And every time they say that, that means they're going to keep him there one more year. So he's been in there since 1996. The year that everything happened in the UFO world. Uh, It's an incredible year, a bad year for the UFO world. And the fact that uh, John Ford was put in jail. And I I don't know if you know other people involved with the the army base being blown up. And Phil Snyder and, and all these other people. There was about... 300 people that disappeared or killed in the whole world during that one year. So I guess they felt everything was too too close to being exposed, so they had to really fine-tune it and close it up again. But it's over and gone. Now they got different ways, and usually it's sexual agenda that they put on a person to put them in jail. Because it's the easiest, because it's on the internet, and how many men pull it up, and if he got there, they can say whatever they want or, or abuse it any way they want. Or make up the story on top of that. A friend of mine was claimed that a sexual abducted, abducted a child and all that kind of stuff. So they can do whatever they want, but they use something that makes you be hated, period. And that's the easiest way to get you back in the woodworks and nobody cares. Even the person that had the alien in the window, I'm not going to say his name, they threaten him if he says he's a, uh, a child uh, abuser, they won't put him in jail. But if he doesn't, they're going to put him in jail. And another person, can't say the name, but because I don't know it, <laughs> not right now. I, I haven't written somewhere. But they, uh, sorry about that, arrested a person in the Navy who had all the, all the UFO files and everything, and he was going to release them. They framed him for murder. He's in jail for 30 years. On a on a setup murder case, and it's sad because his daughter comes to see him every month. Uh, you know things like that are pathetic. And these people in the UFO world, rather than treat some stupid ignorant story, like oh they're they're on three different planets, they have their family clone there, and and all these ridiculous things, and they have hot sex as well and all that. But uh, instead of doing the ignorant part of it. Get the people that are involved that have the truth out, free, and back into the real world. They're afraid. They're afraid of the government. They're afraid of the men in black. Well, I was more in the UFO world than I am in the spiritual side now. But I know the government could have taken me out anytime they wanted. Why would they? Well, because I'm the only one putting the truth out there. And see, you know, they say it this way. The truth's too ridiculous. They'll never believe it. So, if I told you lies, and and I say this over and over, if I could lie to you, if I had it in my blood, in my mind, or whatever, to lie to you, I can make millions of dollars. But I can't. I can't push a lie on you, even that you're healed in the name of God, or, or whatever, Michael came down and he he said you're going to be healed in in three three months and brainwash people to believe things like that. 
or he took away all their karma, or he took away whatever. I can't do it. Nobody has the right to heal somebody else, unless your name is Jesus, but he didn't go around as a healer. He wasn't classified a healer. He was helping the people of light be able to stay within that and then rise into it or move into it. When Lazarus was brought out, he was brought out in the spirit body, not in a physical solid body. So when he rose into heaven and stuff, yeah, people saw that. But see, that doesn't happen now. Do you see anybody doing that? Do I claim to be spiritual? No. Am I? Well, I try to be, but I, I, I'm more concerned with bringing the truth out. Spiritual in this world doesn't exist. Ask a, ask, ask a spiritual person to prove it to you. <laughs> Go ahead. Ask anybody out there in the lecture realm to prove it. Prove they have any part of God's truth and what it means. Uh, I said this once or twice. Two religions have part of the truth. And that can cause one of them. Shab Yoga is the other. Because they teach about meditation and leaving the body. But that's only the first step. Leaving your body, you don't meet with an angel or a guy, you're in trouble. You're nowhere. You go into remote viewing or astral projection, projecting yourself in somebody's house. Well, that's only karma. It's not spiritual. So what the government does when they talk about remote viewing and all that stuff, it's not anything spiritual. Even though it is one of the 32 aspects of spiritual growth, I could say I used them all once. The only one out of the 32 that I couldn't get down or use was levitation. You know why? It's the only one I truly wanted to do. And in the spiritual realm, when you push on a door of something, it never opens. Do I want to levitate in something now? No, because then I know I would use it to prove to who I am and things like that. And that becomes the downfall. I gave up all my abilities because I knew they would all be used wrongly. Even in a spirit of moment, or I hope he dies. I, I'm not going to go through the experiences that I proved that to myself, how real it all is. And it is that real. It is that dangerous, and it could be so wrong or so detrimental to your growth. Now, people say, well, I want to learn psychic abilities. When Ram Pran teaches people how to become a psychic, to talk to, to angels, not angels, sorry, to dead people, or souls that have passed on or hanging around, whatever. Do you think that's important? Tell me the last time you heard anything of importance come from that. Oh, I was told uh, what? That I, that I went through this? Things you already went through that you know? They can read energy. They can read other people's energy. It's there like an open book. So tell me something that's important. Tell me where I'm going to die. And how. Tell me when. Nothing else is important. Well, you're going to get a better job. You're going to get a girlfriend. You're going to find a girlfriend. I mean, I went to a psychic. When I was desperate, I just went through a divorce and I was feeling so bad. 
I was, I was coming home from fishing, and this big psychic sign on the highway, and I pulled in. I knew it was stupid. I said, well, I just want to hear somebody say something good to me. And that's why people go to psychics. I think people go to psychics to hear why they're going to die or what's going to happen to their son or mother. Or ha- no, they don't want to hear that. They want to hear they're going to get money, be happy, get a good job. And that's what psych- psychics take money on. And if you tell a person that, they're happy. Real or not, it doesn't matter. So what I said, if I lie to a person, I can make a fortune. I tell them the truth, they're going to cry and hate me. I told you I was empathic. Being empathic is so scary. Because you can see what people think for real. Nobody thinks what you, what you hear a person say is not who they are. It's who they want people to see them as. It's the, the mask that they wear, which is the body. Soul's not that. I'm not saying you can't have fun. You better. Because it's going to be over after you leave. You came, you had your fun, it's over. Like I said, go on a roller coaster. Go around three times. It's going to be so exciting. Do it 20 times. It becomes super boring. Do it 100 times. You don't want to do it no more and probably never again. So the concept is there. But we push it to the limit. Well, sex never changes. It's always great. Well, do you have sex 24 hours, seven days a week? No. (laughs) You grab it when you can from most people. So even that's not enough. We have to get into the cheap thrill things and, and searching out this adrenaline rush. I mean, we look for truth in the wrong places. And we have been doing it all our lives. Don't you think it's time to start looking in the right place for the truth? Ask the right people for the truth. There's not too many right people out there. And I'm telling you that. I've been looking. I'd love to have somebody that I could have a direct conversation with at a high level. My Tibetan master teacher, who I told you had serious problems and had to leave, was killed. He knew it. He said to me, the year before he died, within the year he died, he says, I'm either going to be killed this year I'm going to li- or I will live till I'm 84. Well, when we split, he didn't realize how that would affect his karma. I mean, he wanted me to bring a deity into this world and everything else, but I don't want to go into those stories. So that to you, I'm sure that's going to be stories, but... Uh, He threatened to kill my wife if I didn't do what he wanted me to do. And I felt at that time the only way I could stop that is by killing myself. Because if I wasn't here, then it wouldn't matter. Uh, But that's a horrible story. It's in my book. You want to read it? So, yeah, I went to things nobody has gone through on this planet. Nobody or is even willing to go through. I'm not just talking about torture. Being in a prison cell is torture is a horrible thing. But when it starts taking in demons and entities and all the other things, and you got to fight it all off, it's hard. It's a lot harder. But what's the reason why you're doing it? Survive in prison to come out to be another person on planet Earth? No, I, surviving has to be for a reason. And my reason now is to bring the truth out. Not to bring the lies out. To expose the lies, yes bring the truth out 
I use the word truth because that's the only word that matters next to God. Truth in God. Truth in God. Truth of God is all that matters. Everything else is in vain. Truth of yourself, truth of your ego, truth of somebody else. Well, I want to help my children. What? You're going to teach them a spiritual technique at least? Well, you don't even have one to give them. I can go into stories and stories and stories and stories of reality that I went through. But it doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is what you're going to do tomorrow. What are you willing to go through? What are you willing to do to take the next step spiritually? To get a little closer to the truth. To truly understand why you're here. Not to change the world. You've got 7.4 billion people. 90% of them are starving and homeless, have no truth at all. 4% of them are so egotistical, brain-powered, controlling robot idiots that are going to control the world. And you're probably in the minority of the 5-6% that are middle-class people working hard or, or poverty level working. So where do you want to fit in? Do you want to save them? From what? They don't even want to believe in Jesus. They don't want to believe in God. They don't want to believe in anything. Lucifer. Sorry, they're all real. And they're all really important. Now, I'll debate my friend soon about that. And you need to hear the difference in ideas. Because he has a take. I have a take. Everybody has a take on their truth. But how many can talk from a level of truth? No matter where they got it. Outside of the programs that other people gave them. Stand before a couple entities for a while and you, you'll get a different truth. I know a medicine woman who was in a room with an entity. And she ran out of the room and I kept saying, just get rid of it. When you're in front of something for real, reality comes to play. When you're watching TV, watching a movie, hearing somebody's story, reading somebody's book, it's dream world. You can dream it, visualize it, focus on it, but it's not real. It's only real when you're really in front of it. And I did that many times. I saw the burning bush, and I shot a picture of it. I, I, I still have that. It's one of the few pictures I have that I actually took, and it's got right under my name and all that. But, uh, are you ready? Are you listening to what I'm saying? Are you at least trying to hear what I'm saying? Do we want to go into the Bible? Do we want to go into the Emerald Tablets? Do we want to go into the Sumerian Tablets? The Urantia? Do we want to listen to aliens? Well, you know, uh, I, I, I wish I had a brain. Uh, not really. But, uh, for names, I wish I could remember some names. I have a book and I have everything written down, but I have to go through it to find it. But uh, a black preacher is head of his organization. I can't think of the name, sorry. Uh, it's, it's, it's on the tip of my tongue, but it won't come out. Uh, they talk about aliens and they talk about ships. And so what? Does that make you spiritual now? Because you talked about aliens? The native people. I'm sorry. I uh, have to do that too. 
Talk about the star beings. Star beings means coming from the stars. They don't know what race or who or what or what they have to teach for real. Realize most of the tribal people follow animals. Or get in touch with a bear or a lion or a tiger and run around the planet. And what else? Not understanding God's worlds, God's things that Jesus taught about. Buddha didn't teach it. Muhammad didn't teach it. None of those people go back to the Egyptian gods and all that. They didn't teach it. The Egyptian knew nothing about reincarnation. They draw symbols of how you reincarnate and they show these seven steps to reincarnation and then they have these bodies they're trying to embalm to come back into and who is teaching them? You'd think they the persons or the beings that were teaching them, you think they had the truth? Or maybe they just didn't know themselves. I will tell you this also, nobody talks about. Aliens are incarnating into this world through birth. So are they walk-ins? I was an alien in a lifetime way before I came to Atlantis. But so what? I'm where I'm at now because I kept moving forward. I didn't say stuck in any specific spot. Didn't expect that to get me to a further spot down the road. And and all the lifetimes I had, there's only two important ones outside of the present. I told you when I was in Atlantis, it was incredible. If you want to live in a world that's beyond all the things we deal with, it was Atlantis for a long period of time. But in that, it was learning all the things you get when you leave this world, all the psychic abilities. Why do you think they didn't stay here? The ones that were left here. I, I, I'll go into the story short. Nine races lived on planet Earth. Nine different colored races. Blue, green, purple, white, red, yellow, black. I mean, there was a lot of colored races here. Only five, uh, what is it? No, I'm so bad. Four of them stayed. The others left. The ones that left, one of each race became a deity. I mean, that's hard to understand. Science aren't going to say anything about it. Nobody else can talk about it. They have no clue. Krishna was the blue race. Green Tar was of the green race. The crystal beings, I mean, I, nobody knows much about them. Uh, my computer's going crazy, sorry. I uh, hope I don't get thrown off. So, what I want to say, I've been there, I've done it. I'm not lying to you. I'm not making stories up for fame and fortune. I'm not looking for fame. I'm not looking for money. I wish I had a little more, but I'm not begging for it. We need to realize, well, I'm, my body's going through a lot of changes, and I will not be here forever. So anybody listening, I hope you can get whatever you can while you can. Because if I die tomorrow, guess what? My truth dies with me. 
I don't have a classroom. I'm not teaching to create followers. I'm creating people to become aware. And all I want them to do is leave. I'm not asking them to stay here and teach more people. I mean, Buddha was the opposite. He wants people to come back and stay here and teach. No, it's about leaving, not staying. Not about coming back. If you don't let go of all that, you will come back. So, people with egos is just about everybody. How big it is, the bigger the person, the bigger the ego. Jesus didn't come to give us laws. He came to give us teachings. And it didn't consist of just love. Love was such a small part of it. It really was. But the understanding of love, he had to show it. You can't teach love. They saw how much he loved Mary Magdalene. They saw how much she loved him after he died. She gave her life to, to, to do Jesus' teachings, which was a long time. She traveled the world. So did her daughter. But you don't want the truth. Most people want some lies. Well, women aren't powerful. Well, they were. She was the most powerful woman to ever live on this planet, I would say. I mean... Joan of Arc was a powerful fighting warrior woman, but she didn't have superpowers or anything close. She did talk to God in her own way. Uh, How many people do that? Very few souls do or are allowed to. So, you know, this is going away. I don't know if it's the way I wanted it to go or not, but spirit makes it happen the way it has to happen. I wanted to get more into the God thing itself, but uh, you have to understand the aspect of God to really start understanding God. The the concepts and programs you have about God have to be broken down before you can put anything in there to fill it. If you're going to sit there and say God is is this compassionate being, you're never going to understand God. Compassion to what? Nerves and veins and hearts and lungs and, and ignorant people? Energies and, tra- and, and light energies, futurel- futuristic realms and dimensions and all that. God's way beyond mankind as a consciousness. If you take all the alien races, all the human races, put them together, it's not even 5% of God. To understand the makings of all races and creatures and realities is not a man's perception or even able to be put in it. Man's not ready to go there or do that and cannot. Sure, they're going to play with DNA, play with these things that they shouldn't be. Start destroying the human race as a, as a species. And the aliens are going to just love it. More food for them. Well, I, I'm going to side pass, sidestep that for now. Moses was considered, and I say he was, the most powerful magician to walk this planet. You heard the story of Marilyn, you heard the story of, but the story of Moses is the most powerful. 
even though nobody wants to give him credit for being that. Uh, let's take away all his abilities. He was just a man. No, he wasn't. But something happened. Ego became strong within him. When you think you can kill somebody in the name of God, you're playing God. When God said, in, in the, when Moses heard it, thou shalt not kill. Well, Moses said, well, I can kill if I justify it. If I call them demons, I can kill them. We call them sick, we can kill them. And, and I would say, by scenarios of what happened when it went down, he probably killed more people than anybody else in history. Or had them killed. By the things he did, by, by his own actions, and by what he, what he ordered. When he came off the mountain, right after he so-called met with an angel, the word God, burning bush, is a burning bush talking to him. God doesn't talk in, in words, ever. Doesn't have vocal cord, doesn't have all those things. Word spoke to him in his mind. Well, I think God has to learn everybody's language to speak to him. Uh, but again, Moses was told, thou shalt not kill. So he goes up the mountain. He's mad. He sees a bunch of drunken sexual perverts. So he smashes the tablets and has 3,000 people killed. So what did he forget? What he just supposedly learned. Then, what he did in life only showed he didn't understand God at any level. Sure, the movie makes it look incredible. Even the second one makes it a, a little bit different. They make the trees turn into creatures. They make uh, the angel that he writes the tablets with. and They change it around a little bit to make it a little more uh, fun or whatever. But uh, when Moses did his miracles, you can look at it two ways. God did him or he did him. Because he said he was commanding God to do what, or allowing God to do what God said he wanted to do. But when the things happened, and when he reversed what the Pharaoh said, more children, his children were killed too. So, you know, you can't kill one person to save another person. You may think you can, and you may do it. But, does that make it right? Think about that. I mean, war and justification of war and what we do. And My computer's cracking up again. Uh, well, let's just, I'm just going to say two more things about Moses. In the Bible, it says he wasn't allowed into the promised land. Christianity never understood the word. Ever. And they still don't. Why is that? They didn't listen to what Jesus said. After, down the road of peace. The promised land. Where did Jesus say, I promise you'll be? Here? Planet Earth? Never. Never. Why are people so ignorant? 
in a religion that's how 2,000 years old, they can't understand a couple little words that were simple in those days, and we can't understand them today. The promised land. Always meant heaven. Never meant anything else. Ever. If you want to prove it to yourself, if you don't understand what I'm saying, if you believe in the Bible, read how Moses freed his people. Walked the desert for four generations. You know what four generations means? The elders died and the children were born. And they walked with him. So, that being said, if you're ignorant, which too many people that read the Bible that are programmed into believing words and and not understanding them, means everybody that walked out of the Pharaoh's prisons died. D-I-E-D. The children were brought to a piece of land which was supposedly called the promised land. Well, Moses walked them around in circles because it wasn't really that far to get from where he was to where he was supposed to, where he thought he was supposed to go. Now, why wasn't he allowed into the promised land? I'll let you try to figure that one out. Christians have no clue. Well, because he got smashed the tablets or because he got mad in the temple. No. I mean, I'm sorry. I... I'm, I'm not going to go into that because basically uh, it's not that. Why wasn't he allowed into the promised land? Killing's not accepted for any reason. Which we'll go into for the last half hour, 20 minutes, whatever. But Moses bringing these people to this land wasn't allowed inside it. Now, if he did everything supposedly that God told him to do. You think he would have been allowed to get into that piece of land? Again, you have to understand the Bible, the the storytellers that wrote it, the things that happened while it was going on, and what really went down. When they got to this piece of land, here's the promised land. It's yours now. It's just like the Christian's Uh, and the Spanish and the British that came into the United States. Here's the promised land. It's all yours. But wasn't there one little problem? Yes, Native people lived here. And they did the same thing Moses' people did. They killed everybody that was there. You know, they say we go around in circles, we do the same thing over and over. Yes, because you're staying on planet Earth, you're not learning to leave it. You're stuck in the karma, you believe the karma, you keep creating more karma. You're not worried about working it out. When Moses' people got in there, they killed everybody that was there and finally took it over. Sounds like a spiritual revolution. Gandhi said, don't kill, don't fight. And a lot of people died, gave their lives up. In Tibet, the Buddhist lamas and the people set themselves on fire. Standing for what you believe in is one thing. What you do to yourself is one thing. And what you do to another is something else. No soul, no body has the right to interfere in somebody else's space 
no matter what it is, where it is, unless they're invited into it. Well, I'm going to say, for me, that's almost true. My truth is if it's put in front of me, it's for me to be involved within it. And I have to make the right decision, whatever that entails. And I can go on three short stories, but not now I'm running out of time too fast, of what I did in those scenarios. And what you do in a scenario where you got the choice to make. And I told you, I told you how to create the awareness within yourself to listen to soul rather than mind, and there's a technique to do that, which you all should do. Learn when soul talks and learn when the mind talks. And then you'll know which step will save you in the face of God or not. Killing in the name of God usually doesn't work. Even when they had the uh, Ark of the Covenant and they brought it out to war, Jesus was upset when they put the Ark of the Covenant in the, in the temple. Sure he was. These idiot fools and he's and putting his powerhouse inside there. Uh, but uh, when they brought it out to war, they opened it. And you know what it did? Killed many people. You can believe it was a nuclear nuclear device in there or whatever you want to believe in. I mean, there's multiple stories on that. But it was a light force. Some people say it was just a crystal. Whatever. That's why Superman created that whole scenario of the, of the crystal that created the city and all that. But uh, it killed both sides. When two people are killing each other, who's the good guy? If two people are killing each other for an unknown reason... Or because somebody else said so? The fence is one thing. Even then, are you going to keep at the other person until you kill him? That's your choice. Again, you have the right, and spirit will guide you. And soul has to listen to it. So that when a situation happens, you don't step into the fire. I mean, you have to go through that once in your life, but you don't have to stay in it. But what I'm saying is in a situation where it's either you do this or you do that, and you have to do one of them right this second, pick the right one. Don't pick the wrong one. If you listen to soul, you'll pick the right one. If you listen to the mind, you'll pick the wrong one. Because there's always two reactions to almost every action you do. One might not be as bad as the other. Which obviously is the one that you need to pick. I mean, if somebody's still going to get hurt, somebody's still going to die, something's still going to happen, well, kill as, kill as many as you can? No. I just watched the true story of that army man that said he would never carry a gun. And they beat him up, they do all kinds of things, and finally they said, okay, you can be a nurse in the army. And they let him out on the battlefield. It's a good movie because he saved these lives of people getting bombed. He ran out there with no weapons, pulled these, dragged these people to safety, and he became an incredible person in life. But he did it without killing the thing he said he couldn't do. So you can do things in the name of God, but you can't do what you think you can do because you say you can do it in the name of God. 
Thou shalt not kill was not just Moses' idea. It came from God itself. When we think we have the right to kill somebody else, we don't. We don't ever. Even if it's a criminal being put to death, nobody has the right to pull that switch. Well, the government said I can do it, so I'm going to do it. When the government tells you you can go over into, over over the over that borderline and kill all those people, because they gave you the right, it's not God. If you have faith, you have truth, you have awareness, you can't do it, and you won't and shouldn't. If you listen to spirit, if you listen to yourself and and go within soul and say what soul tell me to do, that's going to say no. So. We walk this fine line of truth and lies. It's so fine to follow the truth, though. It's easy just to fall off and walk sideways. I mean, there's all kinds of things on the side. Cupcakes, girls, I mean, sports cars, sports football. I mean, all these things are on the side of the line that you're walking. Not one of them, not one of those things you think you have that you walk that line for will get you to God. Not one of them. You can put praying on that line as well. It's not going to get you any further down the road. So, I'll say it again. If you're listening to this show, please promote it. Because I don't know how many times I'm going to do this in this way. But it is important. And I feel that if you put it out there, it's only going to be one thing that you're doing that can be a plus in your name with your karma. So, you can listen to the liars and the storytellers and read all these books that tell you more lies. But until you're ready to walk the line and, and do the things that soul tells you to do without the thinking and the, the, the ego and the mind telling you not to do it or to do this instead or whatever. I don't need to do what I do. I don't have to do what I do. I could be out doing something fun or anything else. It's not fun. You might think I have fun doing this. No, I don't. Because I know I'm talking to a bunch of stone bricks that are sitting on the ground and staring back at me as a stone brick. Do they listen? No. When Jesus said, take your, take, take your seeds and just throw them everywhere, on the rocks, the grass, the dirt, the water, some of them are going to grow. Maybe none of them will. But you've got to give them all a chance. One seed might just hit dirt and start growing. But that's up to you. It's not up to me. I can only put it out there. When Jesus told his people to leave his family, leave their families, <clears throat> you think everybody just did? Of course not. Well, no, I got to... See, you know... And that's, man doesn't understand that. And I, I, here's a scenario I'll throw at you. Okay, just, I'm not saying the exact scenario of what's really happened. Down the road where I live, there's a volcano going off, and there's a tube, and a, and a child's running through the tube, and lava's pouring over the tube. So they call out the army, they call out the Coast Guard, they call out all these different people to try to get that kid. On the other side, there's a whole town, the lava's coming around it, and it's going to completely cover the city. How many people do they go rushing over there to save the city? You know, it's like 
Who do you save, my son or the or the world? Most people say their son, obviously. You're programmed to believe in a scenario. Why gave that child birth? Well, you're on a planet that you're living on and everything else, and save your child and let 10 million people die, or 1,000 or 100, whatever. It's a hard scenario. But you need to know which one's really right for soul within you. What kind of karma you're going to get by doing it. So, it's not easy. It's never easy. I'll tell you, walking a spiritual path, or at least trying to walk it, because I don't say I'm spiritual, uh, when you're trying to walk a spiritual path, it is the hardest path you'll choose. But you'll get nobody to agree with you. You'll get nobody to understand you. You think Jesus had it easy talking to zombies? Do you really? Sure, somebody get healed. Well, he could heal them, heal me. When a person goes to a healer, they just want to get healed. They don't care what, where he comes from, why he's doing it. I mean, that guy that stares at people and people go to see him now. Uh, whatever floats your boat. Do you need somebody to stare at you to touch your feelings and emotions? You think because he stared at you, you're going to be healed now? I mean, I, I was... I went through things in a lot of different ways. I went to see that guy as well twice, just to hear and watch people around me. Now, uh, I'm trying to think of this famous Buddhist woman. Uh, well, I met her, and she gave me the dash on, and she actually gave me a fruit. So, you know, soul recognizes soul, always. When a soul's a little bit higher developed, and I'm not saying that as ego, but when you get recognized by another spiritual person, it confirms who you are. Which is what makes you feel that while you're here, it's worth doing what you're doing. I could say I'm talking to a bunch of rocks. They're not ever going to get up and move or do anything. So should I spend another 50 years trying to talk to them? No, and I wouldn't. I'm giving it a, a, as much as I can now as much energy as I can. I'm doing as many shows as I can. Believe it or not, it takes a lot of me to prepare one show. And this one didn't want to go out. I just finished doing the whole thing, and then the computer shut down, and I had to do it all over. And then it went out as an immediate show, and I had to stop it, reprogram it. Re oh, it was crazy. Then for an, a half hour before I tried to get into this site today, it wouldn't let me in. Blog Talk Radio wouldn't let me in. I went on my other computer, finally got in, and I had to go back to my other computer, boot it up, and get inside. So it wasn't like, well, we're going to let you do that easily. Truth is always fought against. Now, that's where Lucifer's little friendly demons come into play. Well, we don't want him to spread that kind of truth. It'll stop people from staying here. And Lucifer's happy keeping us here. And people like to stay here. If they believe it's heaven, they don't want to leave. I tell you, put a person in a box, tell them they're in heaven, give them a, an ice cream cone every day. They'll be happy. They think they're in heaven having an ice cream cone. Open the box, show them outside, say, hey, look, there's all kinds of things to eat. There's all kinds of things you can do. Suddenly, it's no longer you want to be in the box. But if you think planet Earth is heaven, when they say heaven is here and now, no, it's not. You're in hell now. 
whether you realize it, whether you look at it, whether you accept it or not, everything around you is burning. Look at the ring of fire. It's the worst it has ever been in a hundred years. Every single day, it's getting worse. So uh, look at president, what we're dealing with, uh, an abused victim, which is horrible. And rather than dealing with the truth, and I say you want the truth, find the truth. And here's what I've been writing on, on the internet every day. You know, if I wanted the truth from somebody and I was president, I'd classify it as a, a mandatory thing, give them a lie detector test. After they take that, see how good they did, then inject them with truth serum and then ask them the same questions. Now, truth serum is almost 98% accurate. So why don't they use truth serum? Because they don't want a system where the truth has to come out. A lawyer gets paid to defend a guilty person, and they know it. If he came out and said, well, I just killed him, his case would be dropped. He wouldn't make no more money. The truth is just like drugs. You don't want to cure a disease because then they won't make money. Tell them peroxide and boric acid will cure and kill all the cancer and diseases in your body. Oh no, they only cost $2. We can't tell them that. Tell them lies. A drug or a medicine that, that can give you a hundred problems on top of the one that you're trying to cure. And make that justified. Oh, that you can do that. Take a pain medicine away from people and pain and, and dying and hurting. And say, oh, you don't need pain medicine. Really? Are you in pain? Do you understand it? Are you that much of a fool? Look at an old person suffering. Tell them they don't need pain medicine. Or they can just take some uh, marijuana oils and it'll cure them. No, it doesn't. It works for some people with little bits of pain. Or, And the way people deal with pain is limited to their level of awareness as well. Some people can deal with large quantities of pain where some people can't. So... What are we doing? We're destroying the world. We're destroying our medicine system. We're destroying our religious system. We're destroying our sexual situation. We're destroying everything little by little. We should be repairing, fixing. God said live by the rules that are, are, are just and if they're not, change them. Meaning if things are wrong, we have to change it. Oh, well, we can't. Well, saying we can't means you can't and you won't. Big difference. Just like the train, the story of the train that said, I can, I can, I can. Well, we can if we want to. But the programming going on around us is saying, don't worry, you can't do anything. And you believe that? Whether Hillary would have been any better or not, that's another story. We put people in, 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 in the role play of becoming president that are ridiculously useless. Imagine taking somebody from the reservation, a native person, a native elder, and putting them in for running for president. Or taking somebody from a, a, a senior citizen building that runs it, or, or somebody that has real life experience with people. People that are hurting and in problems and situations that might have awareness of how to react with people that want to have an abortion or don't, and, and all those kind of scenarios. Not a person that has no clue to anything. I mean, making money is making money, but that doesn't make spirit. And I'll say this. My time's running out fast. 
that's cool about Vietnam. I mean, we have a choice uh, if you can get into it or not. I know when I was going to join the army, they wanted I wanted to do boxing, and I wanted to be a an electronic technician, and so we could su- supply both of them for you. The only thing I couldn't think about is being told what I had to do. But uh, getting back to the subject, all right, we have a choice. We always have a choice. Making the right one is the most critical thing in our lives because every wrong action brings us further and further away from where we wanted to be in the first place. So, you want to go and listen to these speakers telling you you got everything, you're perfect, just close your eyes and live in the bliss, feel it, and relax. It's easy to hide from reality. So, I don't care about all the children being abused, sold into slavery, being beat, uh, starving to death, or... I was in Ekinkar, and I confronted people. Well, that's their karma. Well, we're on Earth, and Earth has a karma. And we could start fixing it little by little. If we wanted to. If we believe the lie or believe the programming, we don't. And sadly, most people do not. So, my time's just about up. I hope you got something out of today. I really do. Uh, Please send it out the email, put it up on Facebook, Twitter, link, any of your friends, put it out there. Uh, and if you get bad karma, blame me, but you're not. But uh, please, remember, go over what you got out of today, at least get something out of it, and whatever it is, remember it. Because a lot of times, after an hour, people forget what they learned in the first hour. Write it down right now, because you will forget it. Uh, so, Dreamlogs, all these things are critical to when you start a spiritual path. Knowing what signs are, what words are, what symbols are. Uh, I can go into some things, but I'm not going to do it right now because my time is up. So, when you go out into the real world, see it with your real eyes, not with the eyes that are programmed. Feel it with, with your heart of soul, not the heart of the body. Work at living life as long as you're here, do the best you can. Don't say I'm going to change the world. I'm going to help it any way I can. Changing it means take it from one level. Tesla did, and he brought us the wrong way. The greatest inventors do, and usually it's the wrong way. Weapons of mass destruction are the wrong way. But we created this snowball going down a mountain. What's it going to do? It can only get bigger. Until it smashes on the ground. So, look at life, understand it, and then really try to understand it. The truth's there. Spirit's always around you. Your soul is who you are. You don't got to buy it, pay for it, pay somebody else to find it for you. It's there, it's who you are. Become aware of yourself. Not as this program. Love is beautiful. Everything's love. Everything's compassion. No, it's not. This is reality. Love was a man-created word not too long ago. Think about it. It wasn't ten, It wasn't in Ten Commandments. And Jesus didn't go around preaching love, oh, love, 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 love. Nope. It's all over. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today. Please send this link to everybody you can. Hope you enjoyed it. Email me, hawksblood one com anytime. Thank you. I'm glad you got in. So, Joe put a bunch of links up 
today as well. I didn't get to watch the new one today. Uh, I didn't get to talk to, about TJ or anything, but please, if you have any money, extra money, send it to TJ. Send it to our site uh, to keep the show, make the show a little bit better, trying to get actual visual on. Thank you all. Till next time. Peace. Cause you are here You're the nearest thing to heaven that I see